Hey y'all, what is up? Lauren Dury coming back at you. And today I am going to get you probably a little bit overwhelmed and then we are going to figure out how it's all good. So if you're ready for it, if you're willing today, let's get started. Hey y'all, Lauren Dewar, family doctor of nursing practice coming at you. And if you are a mom in medicine looking to have less stress, more time, and more energy so you can get home and be happy and healthy with your babies, and maybe even build a little bit of side hustle and financial freedom on the side, this is your place. Welcome to the Nurse Practitioner's Lifeline. Hopefully, you're kind of thinking, what is she talking about? I want you to be a little intrigued. I want you to be a little on your seat. How is she going to make me anxious? Well, if you're here right now, then you most likely have an ambition to do more, feel more, have more happen in your life and feel in more abundance, feel more in alignment with what you have. Maybe you are running like crazy, seeing tons of patients. Maybe you are overwhelmed and it overwhelms you even more to think about doing something different. If you're like me, even just changing a job is really overwhelming. And I think, I don't want to try this. Like I would rather just, I am keeping my head above water. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm going to talk to you about how, yeah, whenever you actually decide to make that change and do something in your life that you feel is in line with you, but it's going to take that initial upward upfront work. It's overwhelming. So I'm talking about maybe you're starting your own practice. Maybe you're going to start your own coaching business. Maybe your own online business, your brick and mortar practice, whatever it is. But it's overwhelming. That's why you've stayed where you are at. Let's really kind of look into this and see like how, how do we even get started? The first step is always a mental dive. You have got to commit that, okay, this is just going to happen. There are so many things in my life that I thought I would never do that. Whenever I heard about high ticket sales, I thought there's, I would never do that. Whenever I heard about starting my own business, I thought I would never do that. Literally, I was an MLM in the hustle, in the hustle mode, in complete hustle mode. I was distracted as if the clinic didn't have me distracted enough. I mean, I'd come home and I was either thinking about all the charts that I had to do and the patients, the things I had to remember for them. I had to remember everything that I needed to do the next day, make sure I didn't forget to document this or chart that with the charts that were open. I mean, it was just complete overwhelm. And then I threw MLM in the mix. And if you don't know what that is, it's, it's multi-level marketing. It's where people are selling like leggings and shakes and stuff like that. <laughs> in a nutshell, there's a lot of things, there's hair products, there's a lot of different things. And it is a constant struggle of messaging people, answering questions, plugging them into groups, nurturing them just so you can literally, you know, make 20, 30 bucks off of, uh, one sale. And it does turn into some residual. I'm not completely knocking it. I, I was somebody who I, I did end up having about, I think it was a couple of grand a month. I kind of forget now of residual, which isn't bad. I mean, that's not bad, but nothing like owning your own business. Right. But I thought there's no way I can build my own things. And okay. So here's a little bit of where you're going to get overwhelmed. If you're thinking, I want to start my own, let's say functional medicine. That's the next uh, the next group that I'm really opening up is we're going to be opening the doors to Institute for Functional Nurses and we're going to be doing our next cohort of students coming up. So let's use that as a solid example. Let's say you're wanting to start your own functional medicine practice and or your own coaching, your own functional coaching business. If you're an RN especially, that would be the route you would, you would want to take more of. 
and <coughs> you're going to, excuse me, you're going to have to, if you don't already know how to do and run functional medicine, that's going to be something you're going to have to tackle. You're going to have to figure that out. Um, you're not figure it out, but learn it, you know, like learn from, I mean, obviously like we have our program, I'm biased to it because it is specifically for nurses and practitioners and there's none of that fluff in it. And it's not biased to individuals who can't prescribe. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit side note here, but in the functional world, a lot of people really, you know, dog Western medicine. And I truthfully believe it's because they can't prescribe and they don't have that experience behind it. Not all of them are that way, but I think I see that happen a lot. And that's why I believe it. Um, but you're not biased to it in, in that regard. Like I have a love for both, for both conventional and for traditional, you know, I believe in food and healing first. And then as we, as we progress in life and in a, a, a sickness or an illness, you know, majority of things can be prevented or reversed from a functional holistic standpoint, but there are always outlier cases and the outlier cases have now become a complete norm everybody is extremely sick because nobody is, is aware of the other options that they have. So everyone's thrown into this like super, super sick care. And really there are better options for majority of people. Maybe not all. There are certainly, you know, there are outliers to everything that will need conventional medicine, but let's just say like you have to go down that whole entire road and you have to learn how to, you know, in the functional world, we learn about how to assess somebody's overall load, stress load on their body. I mean, physiological stress, mental stress, how they are coping, how they are processing nutrients. You will do things such as the organics oats, or I always say that wrong, the organic acids test, which is OATS, so the oats test. And you'll find out which nutrients is their body not absorbing correctly and or not having the cofactors before it in order to utilize that, that new, that, um, that element. So we might have enough of it on board, but we don't have the coenzymes used to absorb it or utilize it. And that's where our problem lies. So there's, there's things such as that, that we don't look at in conventional medicine and they, they inhibit people from getting really great results from natural holistic interventions. But in the functional world, we know to screen for those things. So if you're deciding to do that and you're wanting to start you know, evergreen practice with functional medicine, which is my personal favorite because you know, it's passive. You'll know that I love passive income and you can still help people in incredible ways without having to feel like a broken record. It's really great, but you can, you can help people in that way, but you're going to learn how to do that. You're going to have to learn what is the you know proper way to, to set up a course. What is the proper way to set it up where people go through it with ease? You're going to have to figure out how do I market this? How do I position it? How do I make my social imprints, you know, a positive one that's not salesy? How am I going to convert cold leads? How am I going to get leads? How am I going to get traffic? Traffic means literally you can think about it as traffic passing by, you know, a, a brick and mortar. Well, if you are online, you have to have people, you have to get people with eyes on your, on your product. How do you do that in a way that isn't scammy or spammy? And how do you build things up? How do you scale fast? How do you, I mean, there's so many different 
ways to do that. There's a lot of things and you have to build it. And then you have to think about, oh no, what about also my terms of agreements and the, the legal aspect of it. And you know, what if I see people online? What are the different? So there's tons I can keep going. And now you're probably thinking, okay, I get it. Do you have me overwhelmed? And that's where most people stop. And that's where I've stopped before. I literally back going back to when I was talking about when I was an MLM, I thought, yeah, that'd be awesome to get hundred percent of profits, but I can't build anything on my own. I thought that. And now I have tons of products and tons of courses that have changed lives but I didn't think I could at first. And that was just, gosh, guys, that was literally just maybe 18 months ago. Not that long ago, whenever that switch happened for me, the switch for me came out of desperation. You've heard my story, but it came out of desperation and it it kind of forced me into it. I thought, you know, nothing can be worse than what I'm kind of going through right now. And I wanted to be in a position where I could be home more with my kiddos. And I knew that that's what I wanted. I knew I wanted another kid and I knew that I didn't want to be the mom that was working all the time, but I knew that I didn't honestly want to sacrifice. I still wanted to have the aspirations and dreams to have nice things that make me feel comfortable. And not that that's everything in life by any means, but when I am surrounded in an area that makes me feel safe, I mean, I have a lot of, a lot tied to that psychologically and it helps. I'm by no means saying that I need all of that. I just need the Lord, but it does help and it does make it nice. Now I'm still going to follow the Lord and I'm still going to be happy even if I don't get those things or even if those things disappear. But what I'm saying is why not? It's out there. Why not be able to, to access that and feel your best? So Okay, all of these things, all of these things. And now I have dreams and I have aspirations, I have visions, but what what do I do? How do I do this? So most people just shut off. They just say, nope, never mind, not for me. I can make my way to work. I can make my way back. I may be suffering. This may be really hard. This may not feel like my best self, but you know what? I'm making it. I've been making it for a while. I'll keep on doing it. It's just 25 years until you know I can maybe retire as long as the stock market doesn't completely crater between now and then. You know on and on and on and they stop themselves all you have to think about is one foot in front of the other another way of putting this and something that I you know I I think I heard this in church and it probably came through John Maxwell because I know my pastor likes John Maxwell a lot but I, I you know I thought about the analogy that whenever you are driving home if you were to to be, you know, 30 miles away in the middle of the night and you start your car and you would think, I cannot see my house. There's no chance that I can get to where I'm going. I can't get home. I don't see it. I cannot see it. I can't see it through the dark. And you turn your headlights. You think, oh, I have my headlights. Okay. I turn my headlights, turn your headlights. And you think, nope, I can only see maybe a hundred yards. That's it. Like that's as far as I can go. That's all that you need. You're only going a little bit at a time. And before you know it, you're back home. You're to your destination. But it started with you only seeing a little bit at a time. You don't need to see your destination. You need to have a mental vision of it. You need to have a knowing that you're going to get there. That feeling of if you've ever played sports, if you have ever drawn something 
something where you're using your body and you have to really feel the motion. That's what I loved about, you know, I used to do cheer and I did a, a couple of years of college cheer. I was blessed enough to be able to do that. And I loved the feeling of doing a stunt and hitting it. But I had to have myself feel it first. I had to you know, have someone teach it to me. And I'd think in my head, okay, that's probably how this would feel. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. Once, you know, once I, I switch feet, then I'm going to feel like those individuals grab my ankles. Or I'm going to feel you know, myself putting it into that weight and feeling solid there. And then once you do it and you feel it, you're like, oh, yes, that's it. That's it. You're going to have that part happen for you in business a little at a time going to happen, but you just, just a little bit at a time, just enough at a time. And then sometimes you're going to lose it again and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing again. I thought I did. I don't. And it'll come back. But it more and more inconsistently comes back and stays with you. So <coughs> that's the first thing is just going a little bit at a time. And while I'm hacking over here on the side, because yes, I'm getting over an illness and I almost didn't even record again because I thought, man, I don't have my microphone still. I know this audio is not great. Sorry, guys. I have a new microphone coming in the mail. So hopefully our next episode will be fantastic for you. But again, I'm not going to worry about perfection because, you know, while it might drive some people away that the audio isn't super crisp, it isn't super perfect, some people are going to be here for the message. And those are the people who it needs to reach. Those are the people who need to hear this. And the other ones, I hope you come back if the audio is just horrible and my stuffiness sounds horrible and I've coughed a few times and all the things. But I'm not honestly striving for perfection. I'm always striving for, I've done my best. And I look at that and everything that I do, I was actually listening to this book called The Four Agreements. And I was like, oh, that's literally what, what all, everything you're teaching in it is cognitive behavioral therapy. What I do with, you know, helping people on a life coach basis. And... But they put it in a really clean way. I really like the way to do it. They have the four agreements. And one of the agreements is to just always do your best. And you, know, you might think, oh, like sometimes we'll look back on something and think, oh, but I didn't do it. And that's where our fear is. is you know, we don't want to go into business or we don't want to put ourselves out there, tell people we have this idea because what if it looks really cruddy or what if it doesn't convert or what if I, you know, nobody shows up. So many people will stop themselves because they're afraid that they'll put themselves out there and nobody shows up. Listen, guys, I've done that. It, I'm not going to lie to you. It happens sometimes once I learned the right strategies and how to launch something that I knew people were looking for. And I knew how to find where they were at on the internet and put it right there in front of them. I mean, that happened. You know, the, that happens a lot less often where I don't have anyone, you know, launch something. It just doesn't happen, but nobody joins it, but it happens. It's never a response. It's never a reflection of you. Don't take anything personal in life. Anytime somebody reacts a certain way, it's their own life beliefs, their own values, everything that made that decision for them. And it doesn't really have to do with you. Sometimes one of the biggest things I've heard that had a biggest impact was, you know, get over yourself. There's actually, I think it's a book actually. Um, and it's called, you know, get over your darn, but it's an M self. And the thing about that is, you know, we're not really as big of a deal as we think we are. Like we're in high school and I feel like there's a spotlight on us. We still retain some of that. And we think back to, you know, like I see like high schoolers and stuff like that, that now. And I mean, I'm, I'm not 
not focused on them. I don't really, they're another human being just like everything else or anyone else. But when you're in high school, you think that every time somebody's around you, they saw everything I just did. And to a degree, we don't lose that feeling, but it prevents us from, it prevents us from going forward. So that whole perfectionism is something. So I've done a course before of a perfection rejection because that's what stops people. They get afraid of that. And you know, I was walking through one of my gals through getting started and helping her put herself out there. And I asked her, you know, Hey, do you think, do you think that apples, like, do you ever, does your, if you, she had an Apple phone, does you have an Apple phone? Yeah. Does your phone ever glitch out on you? She's like, yes, yes. Does the battery sometimes kind of die a little bit sooner than it should? And she's like, oh my gosh, all the time. I cannot keep that thing charged. And then I asked her, you know, I said, okay, so what do you think about Apple over, overall? Do you think that they're a good company? Do you think they're, she's like, yeah, I mean, I think they're probably the best when it comes to phones and computers. And I was like, okay, so they're one of the best. And, and I use this analogy for actually a couple of, of different people here recently because it just translates really well. And I said, I agree with you on that, but I always buy Apple because I am always afraid that, well, I know they're going to, they're going to expand. They're going to do something better. Like it's going, they're going to fix some glitches. They're going to do this, that, and the other. And they're still a really good brand, but they're still not perfect. And (laughs) my point here is that Apple didn't wait until they had a perfect phone or a perfect computer or a perfect iPad before they decided to put out their first iPhone or their first iPod. They didn't wait until it was perfect. And if they did wait till it was perfect, do you think it would have ever came out? No, obviously not because that's still not perfect. Even after all that time refining it and having, what are we on? Like what generation of the phones? I don't know, 14. I don't keep up with that. That is one rule of my life is that I do not try to quote unquote, keep up with the Joneses. I advise you do the same, having yourself some leeway. So you're not spending tons of money and invest it into yourself and your mind and learning how to make more money. That's where you need to spend your money. But so I don't know. I think there's on like 14. I, I think that's what the iPhones are on right now. I can't tell. But <clears throat> mine's definitely not not a 14. And but they, they never stopped. Never they you know they they just kept on getting better. But you won't. It's just like riding a bike. It's just like swimming. You won't get better until you just start. So you know going back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this <laughs> with being overwhelmed with all of the things. I did not do all of the things all at once. Now I understand, you know, funnels and I'm building funnels all the time or I'm building out, I mean, I don't know what a funnel is, but uh, a funnel is a couple of different ways of looking at this, but a a funnel might be, you know, you start off with an audience and then you get them into an opt-in and then you get them, you know, into one of your front-end courses and then you get them onto, into one of like your one-on-one, you know, very high-end, high-tailored, done-for-you courses, something along those lines, and it's just you're helping people out along the way at different levels until, you know, they're a really solid client of yours, and you've you know, helped them with some major transformations, so that's, you know, that's a funnel, but a funnel could also be, you know, there's, there's like, um, there's funnels that you can build and that will ascend people also, 
um, and through different products. But anyhow, so I'm always doing that. I'm always, you know, putting up different links to sell more of my books or whatever it is. And you can have like, eventually you just, you know, I mean, I can just do a couple few a week where I'm putting out a new link somewhere or I'm finding a new revenue and I just, you know, I do it slowly at a time. And now I probably have hundreds out there, but I didn't start out with that. I started out with one that I remember the first time it converted and I sold my first book completely passively. We were sitting there, uh, not actually sitting there, but we were standing outside of, I just got my nails done. It was my birthday. So it had been about a year and a half. It was obviously about a year and a half ago. And I just got my nails done. One of the last times I've even done that, to be honest with you. And we were standing outside the salon and my husband was there with me. And I was like, I just sold a book. And he was like, what? I was like, I just sold a book passively. And he was like, cool. I was like, it was $7 profit, but it's $7 I didn't have before, you know. I didn't start off with all of the things. I started off with the things that I needed. And I went for it. That's point blank the biggest thing is just simply going for it. So, if you are not completely turned off by the fact that I was hacking this whole time and uh, my audio is not going to be perfect, oh man, I hope I can make it better at least, try to edit it, that kind of stuff, but I want you to know that I'm here for you. I want you to know that you, all those things rolling, those ideas rolling around in your head, they are there for a reason. The good Lord put them there because he wants you to make a difference and an impact. And if your impact is in alignment with helping people in a natural, holistic way, if it is in alignment with being somebody who can set their own hours, who can see patients, whether they want to see them online, they want to see them brick and mortar, or they want to see them, you know, in a group coaching setting and have online courses. If you are like me and you're kind of obsessed with the whole idea of selling things passively and using those Google search engines that are going to be used every day, day in and day out for the rest of our lives. Um, if you're wanting to kind of get an edge in on that kind of stuff, I'm going to be doing, I don't have a set date yet. Do not have a set date yet, but we're going to be opening up enrollment again. And I'm going to have a special offer for the individuals who are enrolling. So enrolling into our, into our functional integrative medical practitioner program, it's going to be a, you know, starting out, it's going to be a four free day. So then you can just find out what it's about, who we are, find out more about the Institute for Functional Nurses and see if that's the route that you, it's completely free. See if that's the route you want to take. And I'm excited about it. Very excited about it. As always, this is the most fun. I love stepping people through functional medicine. Even if you're already a practitioner and you just want to collaborate with other functional nurse practitioners and nurses, jump on with us. I literally love just the camaraderie and being able to support each other in this. Yeah, I always, I've always heard that nurses and practitioners are dog eat dog. You know, they're eat their young. That's what people say. They eat their young. I've never truthfully experienced that. I've always felt a lot of love from my other nurses and practitioners. Maybe I'm naive, but I don't think so. I think that people are really truthfully genuine people. And I know when I was an actual nurse in the ICU, I never felt that way either. Even I always felt very supported, but so guys, that's what we have going on. That's what's going down. Remember to just take one step in front of the other. Just start. You're not going to be, don't get overwhelmed by all of the things because you're not going to do all of the things all at once. And 
don't adopt a perfection mindset, adopt a growth mindset where I'm going to do the best that I can. And next time I'll even be better. And as long as you know that you're doing the best that you can, there's no guilt. There's no shame in that because we are all human. If God wanted you to be perfect, he would have made at least one of us perfect. Don't you think he would have made at least one of us, somebody who who doesn't ever make a mistake. And I haven't met a single one of those people yet. So I bet you haven't either. And if that's the case, if you have reach out to me and let me know, cause I'd be very interested to know about that perfect person, <laughs> but God didn't intend you to be perfect. But even with that, you are perfect. You are perfect the way that God intended you. And he wants us to have growth. He wants us to feel uncomfortable and feel change. And I did a post, I keep on going, but I'm going to stop because, you know, there's so many other things I want to, I want to share with you. Another time that um, you have great, incredible things inside of you. And I know that because you're somebody who's sitting here listening to a podcast when you could just be jamming out to music. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you obviously want growth in your life. And I'm proud of you for that. So keep it up. Keep shining your light and many blessings, y'all.